Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF. Let's get to Kim Forrest, CIO at Bookit Capital Partners. So I mentioned you said markets are nervous. Uh, perhaps it's, it's good to be nervous at this time. Uh, we might have seen the, the peak of inflation, Kim, but we, it doesn't seem like we've seen the peak of Fed hawkishness, and that should have people nervous, right? Absolutely. <clears throat> you know, it's their, um, their charter to drive this economy, right? And, but we don't want it to drive into the ditch of recession. And I think that is really what is driving people crazy. And investors wondering, they hear all these hawkish comments, they listen to the items that you guys just ran through in the news, especially on China, right? It, it's, it is not a growing economy. And they're saying, what are we doing? And I think that's a good question for everybody, not just investors. But I think this is a real pivotal time for the Fed to step up and tell us about how it thinks about things. And that'll happen on Friday um, in a meaningful way. But until then, they've been front-running with, we're serious about inflation, which is good, but we also need to be serious about you know, not overplaying our hand here. How certain are you, though, that we're going to get some clarity on Friday? Because it does depend on the data. It does depend on what inflation does next. There are so many variables. Are we just going to get more equivocation like we saw in the last set of Fed minutes? Um, uh, Probably. But what I would like to hear is kind of the rules that they're thinking about, like the framework. I think that would be the most interesting thing that we could hear from them. Whether or not we're going to hear it, I don't know. We'll see. It may be that we misinterpreted Jerome Powell as being more dovish than what he really was as a result of his mention that we were sort of close to neutral on the Fed funds rate. Uh, So let's think about that. Let's go back to if the market did get it right and he's more dovish. It seems like you think that he's more correct than this parade of Fed officials who've come out in the past couple of weeks and basically have tried to roll back the comments from Powell. Yes, and I, I, I have, because I can't see, especially, I, I understand we're in the U.S. and our inflation is in the U.S. and the Fed has to look at the U.S., but Bloomberg's a nas- or an international firm, and you guys can see, um, at least by the news that you're providing, that things are not great all over the world. So this is not like a coordinated effort for other countries who are our large partners, to be raising their interest rates. And that is a double blow to the U.S. because that makes our products more expensive. So 
you really yeah. have to remember that. So, uh, can we, so we've uh, spent some time discussing uh, the bigger picture in terms of inflation, uh, where to next potentially for the Fed. But if you're an investor, your job is to make some money out of all of this. Where do you where do you put money to work right now? Sure. Well, I think that growth at a reasonable price is never out of style because that's what I do. But um, and that's the way I see the world, actually. So. Um, So I'm looking all over, and I am finding value in uh, a lot of places. One is in UPS, and I really like this company because it it thinks differently, and that's because the CEO currently is – she's been there for about two years. She was the CFO of Home Depot, and so she thinks – differently than a lot of the people that grew up in this firm in UPS. Usually you start out, believe it or not, as somebody driving a truck and you end up as the CEO. It's, it's a great firm to work for. But what she's doing is firing some of her um, clients that aren't making money. And I think that that's really what a lot of companies need to do is decide what they are and make sure that they can return shareholder value by making sure they have the appropriate clients. And, did, you know, I did, think that's a great thing to do. Did you see the downgrade from Evercore today on yeah. uh, UPS? And uh, does that not uh, resonate with you? It doesn't. I mean, I was a sell side analyst, and I understand what they're doing. They have very short-term um, time periods that they want these stocks to perform in. So I understand that um, they're looking out at the next 12 months, and it might be challenging for the company, but we're looking three to five years out, and that's why we're bullish on companies like that. So the earnings report card so far, better than a lot of people expected heading into this earnings season in this tough picture that we've outlined. So going forward, are you optimistic about future quarters of earnings? Um, I am. I actually think that we are in a recession right now and that it is a jobless or a job full recession. We haven't seen people laid off um, and we may not. So I'm thinking that if inflation can um, be a little bit more under control or a lot more under control and a couple of good things go our way, maybe uh, you know, something happens in the Ukraine-Russia conflict and uh, energy prices fall, we might be set for um, a, a better future. And I'm not just looking on the bright side. I understand all the downside. But I think if you look too far, too much at all the things that can go wrong or are going wrong, you're going to miss the big picture. And that's we're investors, and things generally get better at some point in the next three to five years. There are people who think that the, the current slowdown in the economy, the technical recession, is, is nothing compared to the big story that's coming next year. And they're, they're predicting a, a full-blown recession. Uh, I think, you know, we're journalists, so we don't really have, have, have part in this. But it feels actually like the underlying economy is, is still reasonably strong uh, and that as long as you don't get a banking crisis or a housing crisis, you could be in pretty good shape once you – pull out of this. Uh, It seems like that's the way you feel as well, and that the Fed doesn't have to go back to zero interest rates. Well, that's right. And I I, I would be really disappointed if they do go back without a crisis to zero interest rates. 
uh, even with the low interest rate environment that we find ourselves worldwide. But you're right, and here's why. Most of the com- companies have good CRM and ERP systems, so they know what supply is, they know what demand is, and we're not in that 1970s where we really didn't know how to collect data on what our demand was in a company. So we're well informed, we can adapt quickly, and um, and that's why I believe we're in a relatively good position. Um, we're light on manpower anyhow, and even if let's say, another half of the jobs that are on the JOLTS job list disappear, we're still way above. Mm -hmm. You know, we we have more um, jobs out there than people to fill them. Mm -hmm. Yep, the employment market still very tight. Uh, Kim Forrest, CIO at Boca Mm -hmm. Capital Partners, thanks so much for joining us on Daybreak Asia. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at CarterEconomicForum.com.